candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. Syrup on everything, everything. I love it. Uh, man, it is, uh, so, so the staff here, through the week, right, the last few weeks, I've been playing Christmas music. Why? Because I love Christmas like a normal human being, right? So I started playing it a few weeks ago, and all of the, the staff, you know how staff were just like, Adam, please, you're killing us, like my ears are bleeding, and I'm like, I'm just enjoying Christmas. Well, now, all of us can enjoy Christmas together uh, because it's officially started. How about I pray? I want to pray so we can kind of get focused on this lesson because there's something very important that I want to share with you guys today. And I'm so excited to get to share with you. So pray with me, and then we're going to talk about what it is I have to share. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for uh, time to hang out, time to learn about you. Thanks for the fun we get to have in here uh, and all the good work you're doing in JHM. Uh, and uh, we just look forward to Christmas coming, uh, the presents, yes, but that Jesus is being born, and that's a big deal. So teach us today from your word in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So uh, today I want to talk about this idea of peace. Uh, and not the peace that you hear in like the hippie movies or, or like you see on the VW vans driving down uh, PCH. Like that, that's a type of peace. But I want to talk about some, maybe a peace that's more significant than that. Uh, and I titled, this, uh, I titled this message, if you want to throw it up there. I titled it, Don't Miss It. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. You guys ever like played catch and they had the glove right here, right? But then you misgauge it, and you think it's coming, and you think you caught it, and you drop the glove, and you get hit in the face, and you missed it. And you guys ever like, you guys go to like the midnight movie showings of the movies that you really like. Uh, comes at 11.59 p.m. on Thursday night. And your friends went and saw it, and it was amazing, and you were in bed by 8.30 watching cartoons because that's all you can do. And your mom tortures you that way, and you missed it. Well... Similar, maybe similar to that, there's a few stories in the Bible that these characters just flat out, they missed it. Like, they had this amazing opportunity, and they missed it for something that was so lame and so weak. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to jump into that. Uh, starting out in Genesis 3. Why don't you flip to Genesis 3? Don't go to the verse yet. Uh, Genesis 3. There should be a slide for this, and I like this slide a lot. Maybe it's my favorite slide before that one. Uh, and this is what Genesis 3, uh, before that slide, uh, Genesis 3, Adam and Eve, right? Have you guys heard of this guy, Adam and Eve? Everybody's heard of the, those two couples, right? They were, they were like awesome and also the worst couple ever. Maybe the worst couple to ever be born, right? And how come? Well, they were the worst because through Adam and Eve, we have a lot of problems, right? This is what I want to talk about. Adam and Eve had perfect peace. Like God was their father. And they hung out, and everything was given to them. They had everything, right? And God said, do, literally, do whatever you want. Enjoy this life. Enjoy this Garden of Eden. Uh, and there's, like, beautiful, like, like I'm, I'm sure there was, like, massive waterfalls, like, all these amazing things. And God said, don't do one thing. He gave them one thing. Don't do this one thing. Enjoy everything else. And what was the one thing? Yeah, don't go to it. And then more specifically, don't. Don't eat the apple or don't eat the fruit, right? It didn't say it's an apple, it's a fruit. But uh, needless, yeah, don't eat this fruit from this tree, right? There's thousands of other trees. Like, they all have fruit. There's like, there's like tons of animals to hang out with. Like, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy me. Have peace here. Like, the, the chaos, the pain, the confusion, all that stuff, you don't even worry about that because you have perfect peace. And Adam and Eve, what did they do? They went and... And yeah, and they had fun eating the fruit. Uh, 
321, flip there. There should be a slide before that, Chris. Is there a slide before that? Okay, uh, 321. Oh, there it is. Narnia. Check out Narnia. Narnia, hey, you guys remember Narnia? The guys, they, they talked with animals. The animals talked, and they hung out with them, right? Aslan, he's like, like my favorite character. Have you guys ever read all seven books of the Narnia series? I read through it. Uh, I think I was 21, uh, and I loved it. I read all of them in like two weeks. It was like one book for every, I don't know, like, like two days or something. I loved it. Uh, animals and humans hung out. They were friends. Like this lion, Aslan, like you can imagine just laying down with Aslan and like petting his, his fur or whatever. Like there wasn't any, pro- there wasn't any danger there. It was, and then, and then we get to 321. So open it up. Genesis 321. Very important verse. This is what it says. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Now, why is this important? He made garments of skin, right? Adam and Eve, they're naked, no problem with that. And they messed up, and God makes garments of skin. He doesn't make garments of, like, garments of leaves. He doesn't make garments of, like, tree bark. What does he make them with? Skin. Where does he get the skin? Where where does he get the skin to make these garments? Well, I'm going to tell you. God killed an animal to clothe Adam and Eve. So Adam and Eve messed up, perfect peace. They didn't need to do this. They did it anyways. And God kills an animal to clothe Adam and Eve and thus brings in death. So because Adam and Eve messed up, everybody has a moment where they're going to die. Right? Thanks, Adam, Eve. Um, that, 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 that was brought to them. And so you're going to see this, right? From Genesis all the way to the end of this book, this big chunky book, is this idea that they had perfect peace. It was amazing. Then they messed up, and things got not amazing, right? They, like, it wasn't a few chapters later. We're going to talk about it. Things became a little bit worse, uh, and a little bit worse, and a little bit worse. Flip to Genesis 11. Uh, Genesis 11, a few pages to the right. A few pages to the right. There's a story there that maybe you guys have heard of. Uh, it's the story of the Tower of Babel. You guys ever heard that story, Babel? Uh, story of Babel. I don't know if that's what it looked like, but I like that photo. Story of the tw- Tower of Babel. Uh, Tower of Babel is this, Genesis 11. Let's see, what, uh, what verse is it at? 11, 1 through 5. So, so just to recap, Adam and Eve, they had perfect peace, perfect enjoyment, and, and they missed it. They, they missed it. They missed it. Adam and Eve, they missed it. Now we get to Tower of Babel. Genesis 11, 1 to 2, and it says this. Genesis 1 to 2, it says this. Now the whole world, follow this. This, this is actually really important. You're going to learn something here. Now follow, the whole world had one language and common speech. How many languages the world have? One language. And as people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used bricks instead of stone and tar for mortar. Verse 4, then they said, oh, I love this. This This is terrible. Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. You ever think of that? You guys ever try to make a name for yourself? I do that sometimes. Kind of pitiful. Verse 5. This, is the, this might be the, if you guys are like, hey, the Bible's kind of dry. This is kind of weird. Well, read this verse, and it might make you laugh. Verse 5. But the Lord God, uh, the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that people were building. The Lord God came down, the Lord came down to see the city that they were building, the tower that they were building. Now, this is why it's funny. God 
God, the one God, the, the person that's over everything, the universe, the stratosphere, right? I mean, you guys have, have read your, your science textbooks, and you see the galaxy, and there's like millions and billions of stars in our galaxy, and, and then you, you, you like take a zoom back, and that's one galaxy of like all these million other galaxies. And imagine that, and God's sitting back like on a chair and putting his foot up. And the universe, everything in existence, he can put his feet up, and, and it's just right there. That's kind, of, that, that's kind of God, how he looks at us. It's like, it's like us looking at an ant, right? You look at an ant, you're just like, you are pitiful, and you are no more. And, and that, like that, that's kind of like, God could do that. With, like, we're, we're, we're just nothing. We're, we're, we're insignificant, right, in a sense. God comes down, and he looks at this tower. These guys think they're pretty amazing. They're like, look at this tower. Like, we are something. We've made a name for ourselves. We've made it. We've kind of come to the, we, 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 are the, we are it. And God comes down and looks at it. And it goes on to say, uh, and I want you to read it, it goes on to say that because this, because they thought they were amazing, and because they thought they were it, God comes and, con- and, and confuses them and brings tons of different languages in the world. I, have you guys ever, like, tried to talk to somebody in another language? It's, like, all, it's almost impossible, right? You can smile, you can, like, awkwardly give them, like, a high five, you can, like, <laughs> like say hi, but you can't, like, you, you can't just, like, have a full-on conversation. You can't get to know somebody you don't know the language. Well, all these languages, all these, German, Chinese, Korean, uh, uh, English, all these, all these languages, they came because one people thought that God wasn't enough for them, that God didn't, didn't protect them, that God wasn't going to be this amazing person that's actually worth following, and they want to do the, 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 the things their own way. Uh, and so God brings confusion. So rather than having amazing peace in one language and having everything being really clear, God brought confusion because they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, want, to, they didn't want to enjoy that. And they missed it. They missed it. Adam and Eve, they missed it. People at Tower of Babel, they missed it. They missed it. Uh, we have another story they missed it. And this is maybe the biggest miss of this entire book. Bigger, biggest miss. And it has to do with the Jews. Now, Look at that photo. We're going to talk about that in a second. Um, the Jews. The Jews were God's people. Like they were his people, right? That God raised them for a thousand years. He called them through Abraham, this one guy. And, and, and through this one guy, God creates millions of peoples. And, and that's God's family, right? That, that's it. That's his family. And he raised them for years and years. And then come New Testament in John 1, God comes to them in the form of Jesus, right? Jesus, their God, comes to the Jews. Now imagine, like, like, you guys have your parents, right? And they raised you. And imagine, imagine like, uh, like, you're hanging out with them. You love them. You enjoy them. And uh, you go away for a few years, and you come back, and all of a sudden your parents are just like, and you're just like, hey, Mom, Dad, I'm home. Like, so glad to see you. I had an awesome time. Like, I'm back. Like, and imagine this being like, who are you? Like, who are you? Like, uh, I, don't, I have no, no idea. Where, why are you in my house right now? You smell weird. Like you, you, I don't know you. That was exactly like it was with, with God and, and the Jews. We're going to read it. John 1, 9 to 10. Flip there. John 1, 9 to 10, New Testament. If you're there, yell out the page number so all of us can follow. John 1. What is it? What's the page? 860? 860. All right, John 1. It's a few verses. Now, it's going to be maybe confusing, uh, but these are jam-packed verses. And remember, this is the most significant few verses, maybe not all of the, uh, the entire Bible, but there's a very significant story here, and I don't want you guys to miss it. What's the page? 
860, here we go. Verse 9, it says, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Who's the true light? God, and specifically Jesus, right? Jesus, God. God's coming to the world. Jesus is coming into the world. Verse 10, he was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not recognize him. And verse 11, this is tragic. Follow. It says this, he came to that which was his own. He came to the Jews, his own, but his own did not receive him. I'm going to just stop there for a second. His own did not receive him. He, they didn't know. They had no idea. They've been following this guy for thousands of years, so they think, right? They finally come, like, Jesus is here, and, and, and they don't recognize him. The reason this picture up here is so significant, that being Jesus, and who knows if that's actually what Jesus looked like, right? But that's what we think of Jesus. What was so tragic about this story is that the Jews not only missed it, they not only missed the God that was there, their God, right? Not everybody else's God, it was the Jews' God. He was there. Not only did they miss it, they were the ones that put their God to death. Like, they killed their God. They not just missed it in a little bit, they missed it by like an infinity miles, right? They, they tragically missed it. They, it. It's over, they missed it. Uh, it goes on. Because they missed it, we'll read on, it says this in verse 12. They missed it. The Jews missed it, and this is what happens. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Before this, children of God were the Jews. After this, God says, you know what? Like, Jews missed it. I'm here. They don't care about me. They, 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 they put me to death. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to open up to everybody. Anybody wants to come to me. Anybody. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter the things you did. It doesn't matter all the problems you go through. It doesn't matter your family situation. It doesn't matter that thing you keep doing over and over and over, and, and you can't stop doing it. It doesn't matter. God says if, if you love Jesus, if you give your life to Jesus, if, if Jesus is the person that, that, that you're saved by, where you're just like, literally, Jesus, I would be nothing without you. You came and you rescued me, and now I'm something because you're in me. If that's it, then, then Jesus says you get to, uh, we get to call you children of God. Like, we're it. We're it. They missed it. Uh, this is where I want to go. There's, there's something I'll show a little bit after this. Uh, so we have Adam and Eve. They missed it, right? Perfect peace in the garden. They missed it for a, a little fruit, a little piece of fruit. Man, they missed it. And then we get to the Tower of Babel. They missed it, right? They one language. They were friends with everybody. They can communicate with everybody. And instead, they chose, like, tragic confusion. And, and, and they missed it. And then we get to the, the Jews, the great, the great Jews, God's people. And they missed it. Now, what does that have to do with us? Christmas is coming, right? Christmas is coming, and Christmas is literally celebrating Jesus' birthday. You guys ever do, like, birthday cakes on Christmas? I have friends that do that. Uh, they light a cake, and they put, like, a, a quadrillion candles on it. Like, like, and they try to, no, but they light a cake, and they have a candle, and it's Jesus' birthday. It really is. Like, Jesus being born on Christmas. This is the thing I want to go to. Uh, are we going to miss it? Are we going to miss it this year? Uh, I have a video clip I want to show you guys, if we can run that. Uh, and think about this. Are we going to miss it? And think about this clip.
what? What is that? Is that is that the happiest time of the year right there? Is that is that uh, man? There's like there's clips of people like pulling items out of other people's carts and running away like they've like won the world or whatever. And they have a little iPad. Or, there's is that man? Is that Christmas? Is that now? Listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna be honest, okay? I don't like Black Friday. Black Friday is nonsense. That's Black Friday. Yet, I did go out on Black Friday, and I bought five DVDs for $4 each. It was amazing, okay? But this is where I want to go with that. Throughout this entire Bible, throughout this entire book, people are constantly missing it. They had this opportunity for greatness, for literally the most amazing life they could ever imagine, and more so because we can't even imagine how amazing that would be. And yet they did one thing, they did it their way on this thing, and it caused all this confusion and death or pride or, or whatever and brought it into the world. And God is always, always being like, man, I love you guys. You are worth it. You're worth it to give my son to. I love you. And yet these little things keep coming in. Uh, turn to 2 Peter 3, and this is where I'm going to end. This is where I'm going to end. 2 Peter 3, chapter 3. Verse 9 to 13, and I'm going to read verse 11. 2 Peter 3, 2 Peter 3, it's on the, it's on the board, uh, the wall. Uh, this is just verse 11. Uh, I've memorized this verse, and I've memorized this verse for uh, a good reason. The reason is that this is a very significant verse. It's important. And the version I memorized, it says this. Here we go. It says this. Since all things, this is my version the way I remember, since all things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought we to be in lives of godliness and holiness? Think about that. Jesus, Jesus is coming back. And just like the Old Testament, who was looking forward to this person that was going to restore everything, it was, it was perfect in the Garden of Eden, and then it was broken, and then went through all these changes and developments of brokenness, and, and them, like us, are like, God, when is this going to change? When is life going to get better? And then Jesus was born, and Jesus came, and, and, and he started the process of restoring everything. But listen, listen, Jesus is coming back. Have you guys thought about that recently? Jesus is coming back, and he's, and he's going to come, and that's going to be the biggest deal since ever. Jesus is coming back, and he says, since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought we to be? Everything here is going to go. Now, listen, like, like the iPads and, 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 and all those things that we were like, yes, I got to have that. Like, and, and I like those things. I, um, I, I made a pretty big purchase. I'm in school now. I made a big purchase that would help me, electronic, with that. Um, but listen, all those things are going to be gone. They're going to be gone. And this Christmas, this is what I want you guys to think of. This Christmas, are we going to miss it? Are we going to miss Christmas this year for the chaotic, like, running to and fro, like, uh, Santa, like, and all those things are fun, but those things are missing what Christmas is. And what Christmas is, is that our God, our God, our Savior came and was born and gave his life for us. So that no matter what we do in this life or where we end up, if we have an honest heart that says, Lord, I need you in my life, Jesus says, I'm going to come and save you. This is why we do I believes, right? This is why we do I believes, is that I believe that, Jesus, you are enough for me, that you rescued me. I want to be part of what you're doing, your story. I want to be part of that story, right? Jesus is coming back. I don't want you to miss it this Christmas. Don't miss Jesus' peace, Jesus' peace coming back and making everything new this Christmas. Uh, 
One way we're going to help you as staff, as junior high staff, 3 o'clock, 3 p.m., every day from here on out, at 3 p.m. on the JHM Instagram account, there's going to be an, uh, an Instagram photo. And on the photo, it, it's, it's Advent, and uh, some of you guys maybe do Advent, some of you guys don't. It's just uh, how, do we, how do we bring about uh, Christmas in a way that's good? Like how do we think and, and bring, usher in Christmas to us? How do, how do we, and so what we're going to do is we're going to post a photo. And there's going to be maybe something on there that you can pray about. Maybe there's a verse you can read. Maybe something you can do. Uh, if you're just like, man, I don't want to waste this Christmas. I don't want Christmas to be about the chaotic, like, gross cookies that my brother sabotaged with salt instead of sugar. Like, I don't want Christmas to be like, I want to be a Christmas about Jesus. Because that's what it is, right? If you're, if you're that way, think about that. Go on at 3 p.m. every day, and there's going to be a post there from JHM. Uh, now, with that, uh, Ben, you can come up. Uh, this is what I want to do, and I need you guys' attention. Uh, behind you guys, there's a table there. Uh, and there's some wood slabs there, and Robbie has this amazing idea, and I'm not even going to tell you what it is yet, but it's amazing. I'm super excited for it. But one step in this idea is you guys going back and writing something on these planks. Now, you're not just going to write anything. I want you guys to write the words or the phrases that will help bring about Christmas in a good way, right? Let's not, let's not bring about what we've made it to be, right, and what I've made it to be, like driving around uh, crazy, looking at lights, like, and all those things are fun, but what would Christmas be like if we had Jesus in our mind? And, and, and maybe just write those on the, on the board, uh, and as you write them, uh, we're going to make something amazing. It's going to be great. So how about I pray, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you guys do that. Band's going to play something good or spiritual, and it's going to be awesome, <laughs> and, uh, and we'll go from there. Okay, so pray with me. Pray with me. Father, we're grateful for you, not just because you are God and worth being grateful for, but because you've shown yourself to us in Jesus, that you've given us Jesus, that you've revealed Jesus, that Jesus, you weren't just something like confusing up in the air maybe, but you came down and were a person, and you showed us what a life living with God could be like because you were a person, you showed us that. So this Christmas, as the next couple weeks come by and we think more on Christmas, I pray you would, you would teach us what it means to follow Jesus, to look at Jesus' peace amidst the chaos of our Christmas, uh, and find what an amazing, awesome Christmas could look like looking at you. So teach us that. Thank you for an awesome crew on a Sunday morning. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So go ahead and break off over there. There's markers there. We're not going to talk. It's going to be quiet. And I want you guys to think, take some time in this. Take some time. If you guys want to sit and let the crowd go over there, and then when they're done, you can go over there. Uh, and, uh, and we're just going to keep it quiet. We're going to keep it quiet. Band's going to play, and then maybe when they feel ready, they're going to lead us in a song, and we can worship. Uh, but take some time to write down those words or phrases that are worth thinking of, that will help us foster good thinking about Christmas this year.